0: Hey, Hotel Tech Insiders. I'm Jordan Hollander, and today I'm excited to host Tim Sullivan. Tim's the Chief Sales and Marketing Officer at Sendyne. Sendyne is the world's first integrated hotel CRM and marketing cloud, and it currently powers more than 30,000 hotels in 143 countries. They recently raised a massive funding round from Excel KKR, so we're really lucky to have Tim on the show today. Welcome, Tim.
1: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
0: Tim, what really excited me about having you on the show today is that you're not a typical operator. You've had a ton of entrepreneurial experience. I know you've exited a few companies, and you've been around the travel tech business for a long time. Can you tell us about your journey?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I actually started my career um, in hotel or more in hospitality technology. I'm going to date myself here. Um, But back in 1994, I was working at a hotel in the French Quarter, in new orleans i was trying to convince the owners that they needed to get on this new thing called the world wide web um, that i was very interested in and i ended up getting the only guy in town who was doing website development at the time to come in and give me a pitch and we ended up talking for about three or four hours and the next day i resigned from the hotel and started working with him and we ended up building what was the first um online travel portal for the city of New Orleans called the New Orleans Connection. We ended up selling that um, that portal to uh, a regional ISP that I, I joined on, uh, and then through several acquisitions acquired by NTT Communications, the big uh, Global 2000 telecommunications company. So I stayed on with NTT um, for a while, uh, worked there in product management and marketing and e-commerce. Um, which was fantastic experience, and then left in 2004 and co-founded a startup that was in the e-commerce and um, ad tech space. And when I exited that business in um, that company, was called Godengo. When I exited that in 2008, I joined Sendyne. I've been here for about nine years now.
0: Wow. Yeah, this market has evolved so rapidly in such a short period of time. What's it been like to watch it from the trenches?
1: Yeah, it's been fascinating, um, absolutely, and then going through the dot-com bust. But, you know, when we started the um, New Orleans Connection, uh, you know, Netscape browser was a great background, and Times New Roman, everything left justified. Uh, you could kind of get a, a photo in there. It was so basic. It was so um, uh, rudimentary compared to where we are today. It's pretty fascinating to see where in just 20 years things have evolved. Uh, And just my time at Sendine too. I mean, since joining nine years ago, the company has tripled in size and continuing to grow. So it's been a really fun ride.
0: You obviously have a huge passion for hotels and technology. What excites you most about this industry?
1: It's a fun industry. You know, it's hospitality. So most of the people that you work with and run into um, uh, working in the industry are just really great, fun people. So...
0: I couldn't agree more. I'm meeting such incredible people every day, and I'm sure that'll keep me around for quite some time. What's the biggest change that you've seen in the industry since you started?
1: Well, uh, the biggest change is the rise of the OTAs, I would say. And, you know, you can't pick up a a trade publication uh, without reading about that, but I think the hotels had an opportunity back in the early days we are talking about to really own that space, and they kind of seeded that that world to the OTAs, and um, that continues to have a, a, a pretty major impact on the industry.
0: Companies like Sendine obviously play a huge role driving direct bookings, but when the company was founded direct bookings weren't a huge focal point for hotels. Can you talk about the history of the company and how it evolved to where it is today?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Sendine was been in business for over 20 years now. It was founded by uh, um, Charles and Robin Dio, uh, who have a long history in the hotel industry and really started the company uh, to address some of the challenges they saw working um, in the hotel industry. We currently market our products under the Sendine Hospitality Cloud, which is an integrated technology platform for driving, marketing, sales, and event performance for travel and hospitality. That really breaks down into three categories. There's the marketing cloud for transient leisure, which is the integrated CRM loyalty and data-driven digital marketing. Then there's the sales cloud for group business, um, which is a suite of tools for driving RFPs, um, RFP response, uh, tracking, and management. And then we also have the Events Cloud, which is for Fortune 500 um, companies. That's more on the demand side, um, which right. is a strategic meetings management product for them to manage all of the thousands of meetings that they they schedule and track um, through the year. So there's a nice um, supply and demand piece between the Sales Cloud and the Events Cloud.
0: I know Sendine works with all types of hotel companies, but who would you say is your target customer?
1: The kind of sweet spot is, you know, multi-unit hotel companies in the you know, anywhere from five to a thousand properties that um, are looking for a solution and haven't kind of built the the homegrown in-house solution.
0: Right. I know you work with hotel companies at all different sizes, both branded and independent. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Right now, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and talk about the OTAs. Is there anything that you're seeing in the market that our listeners might not be seeing in a trade publication?
1: You know, people look at it different ways. One of our clients is Redline Hotels company and, um, you know, our technology is running, we we do CRM for them and also their Hello Rewards program is running on our, our loyalty module. You know, they took an, a different approach where they partnered with Expedia and people can book through Expedia and join the lo- loyalty program at time of booking on the OTA. So they're looking at more of, hey, this is just another marketing channel for us to capture new guests. And then once we have them, it's our job to turn them into repeat guests, and if we want them to book direct, then we need to do a good job to get them to do that. So I think you're going to see more and more um, willingness to kind of look at the partnership in that way, uh, and, and maybe less adversarial and more of a partnership is this is a marketing expense to uh, through a, a customer acquisition strategy. And once we get that guest and they come in, if we have a robust CRM in place, we can start transforming and appending that data in a way, even if that data is not coming directly at time of booking from the OTA, um, we, can, we can add all of the elements and the data points that we need to start building that relationship directly with that guest.
0: That's actually really interesting and, and a creative strategy. I can tell you from my SPG days that the OTA cost on a single booking is far lower than the cost of acquisition into a loyalty program. I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about Sendine's recent developments. I know you raised a round from Excel KKR, so congrats on that. Can you tell us what that was about and, and how that plays into your strategy?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, part of the – when Excel KKR came in and um, did the investment a, a year ago, um, part of the the – Selection process there was around you know we want to we want the company to keep growing and grow faster and both through or, organic or M&A activity so they've been great partners in that regard I'm sure from your background and uh, the folks you're talking to and looking at the space it's pretty fragmented right now um, yep. there's a lot of companies out there so we're constantly talking to folks and, and looking at opportunities um, you know it seems to be that there's kind of there's a a whole range of companies that are, have done a good job of building a business and they're kind of that five to ten million revenue range and they're kind of stalled there um, yep. and they're they, they haven't really broken through that level so that opens up some great opportunities to either partner or potentially uh, acquire folks in, in that range um, if it's the right fit of, of product or, or strategic value the guest folio um, acquisition Great company. These guys, um, very like-minded. Uh, they built this great hotel CRM uh marketing automation platform that's really does a lot of the things that our enterprise solution does, but on a, a somewhat smaller scale and at a somewhat lower price point. So we saw it as a real opportunity to kind of fill a gap in the market for us um, with a clear upgrade path to enterprise. Um, and these guys had done a great job. They had about a thousand properties signed up. Um, great product, great team. Um, so we thought it was a good fit. And, uh, you know, now that those customers on Guestfolio, if they start to grow or or need some um, kind of more heavy lifting from an integration standpoint, there's just a seamless upgrade path to um, the Sendai E eInsight CRM product.
0: I'm sure during the investment process, Excel KKR focused a lot on the strategic vision of the company. Can you talk a little bit about the roadmap for the next 18 months?
1: Yeah, I would say in the shorter term over the next 18 months, um you know, there's a lot of focus on the uh on the CRM product around the marketing automation piece and continuing to to bolster those capabilities. Um we we currently have over 150 um uh interfaces and connections to different systems and data sources that we can pull in and we will continue to expand that. Um uh, which is kind of core to our mission and, and core to what we try to do. So the the kind of product roadmap and R&D budget is all around integration. And then once that data is in, more tools for m- more segmentation and marketing automation against that data once it comes in.
0: I'm not surprised that there's such a focus on data integrations with the rise of AI and machine learning. Can you talk about the real applications that you see in the short term for leveraging these data sources with some of these techniques,
1: when you're thinking about automation and um, you know AI and, and machine learning, there's an opportunity in CRM to have the system respond automatically to the to real-time situations that are taking place. You know, for example, a group cancels and all of a sudden you have this 200-room hole in your PACE report, and you're going to miss your quarter and maybe your year. Um, You know, the the knee-jerk reaction to that is, oh, we have to have a sale, we have to have a discount, just get the rooms filled as quickly as possible. Um, With automation, you can have that set up so the signal is sent and the system knows. So there's an issue with PACE. Not only can that, you know, kick off an automated report to the appropriate people in the hotel, but where we see it going is it automatically sends the right campaign to the right audience to address that issue. And instead of going for the lower-cost sales, you're filling those rooms at half of what you would have gotten for them, it already knows the segmentation. Let's look at drive market. Let's look at people who stayed last year during those dates and the year before during those dates who booked at this ADR or higher, and we're auto- automatically going to get a campaign in front of them. As they start responding, oh, now we're going to do a lookalike model against those and get that same message out in an acquisition fashion to people who just like look just like the people who are responding across any digital marketing channel. So you can get pretty pretty sophisticated with it. And um, we definitely have an eye on how we can continue to build those tools in and more sophistication into the CRM platform.
0: So we've talked a lot about the uses of data and artificial intelligence in hotel marketing today. Can you take a step back and tell us about the data sources that you're tapping into to drive these insights?
1: As guests move through the guest journey in both the planning, the booking, the stay, and the post-day, there's a there's a tremendous amount of data there, and with a centralized solution, you can start looking at how people are moving through. Um, that entire process and what systems they're interacting with. So because we're also doing the acquisition marketing, the digital marketing on the front end, um, we're pulling in that that clickstream data. Um, and then once they book, uh, it's going into the c or the PMS, we're connected there, we're pulling in all that data. Um any on property activities, we're pulling in that data. And then from a third party perspective, we can transform that further with um trip advisory views, we're integrated with them, survey data um, from the, the guest satisfaction survey, social media data, um, and then you know the list goes on with um demographic or lifestyle append data that we can we can put in as well. The best data though is still self-reported, right? So understanding what touch points you can collect that information from the guest. Um, And, you know, loyalty programs are great for that where you ask the preferences up front as long as you can deliver on it. We have some clients who say, we're going to ask three questions because we know operationally that's all we can handle. we have some five-star clients who ask 40 different questions uh, um, because they're in a position where they can deliver on that. You better not ask them the question though and then, then not, provide the the service that matches what they told you.
0: I guess that's almost as bad as not knowing their name on the 15th day. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. We've got a lot of startup founders in Hotel Tech Insider. Do you have any advice for them on how to break into the industry?
1: I'm talking to folks who are just coming in or startups in the industry that, um, you know, are trying to to carve their way in with a a new product. Um, They usually have great technology and I always tell them, though, you know, have some great advisors or hire some people from the industry um, because it's a difficult one to navigate um, and, it, and the relationships. It, hospitality is a relationship industry.
0: Well, we've covered a ton of ground today. Before I let you go, I wanted to ask who you think are the most innovative hotel companies in the market.
1: You know, my, one of my favorite hotel brands that I really love and uh, is The Standard. They're a CRM client, and those guys are really smart. I love some of the stuff they're doing. I love what they're doing with their same-day booking um, application. Jimmy Sue over there is a very smart guy.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I've used the One Night app, and it's got a really slick interface, and they're almost building a soft brand for themselves with a new stream of revenue by partnering with similar hotels who serve similar customers. Tim, I can't thank you enough for being here today. This conversation has been absolutely incredible, and I look forward to hanging out with you at high-tech.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for asking me. Enjoyed the conversation. Look forward to meeting you in person.